this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to the Broad City After Show. Today, we're going to be talking about Broad City Season 3, Episodes 7 and 8, BBNYC and Burning Bridges. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. As you download it. I did. I just downloaded right now. Apple Music. I have to say, this show has some of the best. I don't know if it's Snap or what's going on. This show has some of the absolute best music that always makes you want to party. Um, this, of course, coming from our episode that we're going to talk about first, B&B NYC. Hey. How's everybody doing today? I know the panel looks a little bit different. Um, the other host and I had a very uh, Hunger Games-style uh, tournament where I oh. came out the victor. I'm the only one left. Just kidding. Okay, guys, I'm Jay Ellis. I am uh, joined by somebody new on the panel today. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell them where they can find you. DJ Jesse J. You guys can follow me everywhere at DJ Jesse J. I'm a new Broad City fan. I binge watched the, them all, yeah. basically. And now I'm finally caught up. So excited As to see you. As of today, I am caught up with all of Broad City. So happy, and guys. My name is Jay Ellis. You can find me on Instagram at don't underscore be underscore jealous, J-E-L-L-I-S. And then Twitter at still underscore jealous. If you're watching us on the live feed, thank you so much. Um, if you want to comment, comment below on YouTube. Thanks for tuning in on iTunes. And let's get into it. So I have a few things I want to ask. Since I, I haven't really had a chance to talk to you about Broad City. We kind of mm. just met, just to be honest. Um, um, we had a question in our first episode if you were more of an Abby or an Alana, and I'm kind of wondering, now that you've binged and seen kind of the different personalities, where do you fall on that? Jeff asked, me and Jeff talk about this almost every single Perfect. week, but I I feel like I am, a, I feel like they are both my animal spirit, because there are times where I, I feel like I connect with... Uh, Abby more. Okay. Um, I feel like my life story is narrated in the Abby essence. Right. But <laughs> I totally go to the Alana sign at times. There are times where you just got to turn your Alana on, mm -hmm. you know? And so I feel like, but I feel like watching the show, Abby has become more Alana-esque. Oh, yeah. And that's what's important, I think, in this new season is that we're seeing kind of a blending of these two yeah. characters. And especially in these two episodes, which I think are kind of they're pivotal in the kind of the season so far of what we've seen. Um, okay, good. So it's good to know you. I think everybody what kind of writes. I, I initially said that I wanted to be an Alana, but I think I'm an Abby. But everybody has like that. They they want to have a little bit more of Alana in them. But yeah. I think I'm an Abby. Yeah. I, think I, I mean, I think panel. people when they first meet, they like assume based off my AfterBuzz personality, I'm an Alana. Uh huh. But then when they meet me in real life, they're like, oh, okay. Hey, Abby. <laughs> you're a little chill. You're a little chiller than yeah. than that. So, Good yeah. to know. Okay, cool. So then, um, we'll get right into it. So first, we'll talk about episode seven, which was B and B NYC. Oh, wait, actually, before we do that, I just oh. want to say one thing because I thought we were coming and talking about the rat episode. Yeah. So I just have to say though, I'm so Alana when it comes to. This bitch had the weed in everything, like, and that is a true pothead because you know how to make a, a ounce last, bitch. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to say that. Go ahead, Alana. That was every. That was some real shit that they put on television. Yeah, and I feel like even in this episode, we see that she's even just displaying it proudly when she rents out her apartment. Like she has no shame in just like decorated it's a bonsai the tree looking thing. So she has, I mean, hiding spaces. And then it's on display. So she has no shame, like, with whatever she, you know, her her prerogative there. Oh, my God. All right. So, so we'll talk about the opening, which I always look forward to the opening of Broad City. They always have something different where if you're a viewer and you didn't know what the show was, you're going to know what the show is. Right. So they open. There's, uh, we'll say, Skyping while on the toilet, muting whenever something's going on. And um, 
it's just, it's another strong start. They have another strong episode where if you didn't know these characters, you know them now. Like these are the girls who are going to be on the toilet and still have a conversation. Their bond is strong. Nothing's going to stop them from talking. And it's just real life. Like uh, it's just, it, the fact that they show that, the fact that they're, I mean, pe- that's what people do. I mean, I be on the toilet all the time talking to my friends being like, okay, put yep. on mute, put on mute. If you don't want to get off the phone here, you keep running your mouth. I'm going to... Do whatever I need to do, you know? Maybe I'm a little opposite because I've not done that yet. So I'll say yet because you can never mm-hmm. say. Because <laughs> there are some people who pretend like they don't do that. But, you know, what I mean. Okay, well, <laughs> I said, I said yet. You never know what's going to happen. Now, FaceTiming, <laughs> Skyping, yeah. like that's that's the line. Level. Okay, yeah, all like, right. So you don't need to be visually with me. <laughs> yeah. All so, the way. so they come up with this plan where I've never Airbnb'd myself. This is kind of where they're getting with the storyline but they decide, hey, our roommates are both... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Out of town, we should do something to make money. They come up with this genius plan to rent out their apartment. So have you ever have you ever stayed in an Airbnb? Do you know the process? Because I was new watching this. So I've never personally, but my cousin um, recently was doing... It was so funny because he lives in New York. And on the weekends, he goes back to Boston. And so... My aunt was like, well, we rent our thing out for Airbnb, so you do it. Mm -hmm. So him and his girlfriend, they rented their thing out. Um, And it's worked out great. And like how she said it worked $700 a night. That's literally, he was like, I get my rent in one night. That's insane. But, but, (laughs) (laughs) but someone, they weren't supposed to have animals in one of the apartments, in, in his apartment. And they had apparently like a bird or something. Like they were like little pellets or something. Who travels with the bird? I don't know. It was like. It's a weird animal to bring with you. Yeah. Okay. So, so, but he got, I guess there's like an insurance thing and like Airbnb takes care of it. Oh, so cool. they have little safety features for that. But I don't know about getting robbed. That's. Oh that's yeah. Some... That was, that was rough to see. So, okay. So the $700 <laughs> mark is not far off no. for what you're saying. Okay. So they, they each decide. For their apartments. I mean, but he, yeah, honestly, like. It, it, they raise the prices for different things. I know, like, uh, for Comic-Con, we're looking for places, and the prices mm-hmm. on any other weekend are, like, 200 oh, right. for, like, a cute, nice place. But yeah. Comic-Con weekend, it's, like, six, Yeah, seven. they do the, the, you know, they know that they're going to get the business no matter what happens. So, okay, so $700, that was kind of my question. I didn't know if that was something reasonable, if they were asking extraordinary amount of money, but they, they both get people to come in. So... We see Alana's people come in and they speak zero English, which totally works for an Alana storyline. Yeah. <laughs> um, she has a translator on the phone, which I thought was hilarious. And it's just translating. You can hear the the playback of what it's saying. And it's just like, she's like, mm, Colorado. It's like, Colorado. <laughs> like, it's just, it's the fun little jokes like that. She doesn't have her own Wi-Fi. She steals from the Halal building across the street where the password was like, I think, PETA's, yeah. PETA something. Um, it's just, it's, it's fun to see the comparison. Whereas Abby's getting this gorgeous... French man named Henri. 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 Who she's oh, made you're a, a true romantic like me. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, and she's made a map about what's going on in the block of her area. The machete line killed me because she's like, and the part where there's a machete, that's where somebody got macheted in half. Like, that's happening in New York, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. In, no, yeah, in, in a story, maybe. I don't want to make claims, but I'm sure that it may have happened. Yeah, no, there's actually, that. this is a true thing. I lived in New York for uh, six years or five years. Yeah. Uh, there's a gang in New York, uh, but I think it's like the, where they live? They're in Queens Astoria. Oh, okay. Or Astoria, I don't know if I'm yeah. saying that. Queens. Yeah, Queens. Yeah. Astoria, Queens. Um, so the Machete gang is actually a Hispanic gang out there, but they're more so upper west side. That makes sense. But um, yeah, that was like a big thing. It okay. was kind of years ago. I don't know if it's still going on, but it was like a really scary like... Ooh. All right. They out here. Okay. With machetes? Like, yeah, that's can we like, just get like a pistol or no something? No kidding. That's like a no-nonsense weapon. Like, you're out for danger. Like, like, imagine like, being on the subway and someone's like... Whooshing. Yeah, no, thank you. I'm going to... I, I will pass on that. So I'm no longer going to Harlem or Queens. <laughs> but I'm so Abby in the sense of if I was to Airbnb... I Well, see, I think I would be psycho and like hide a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. And, 
But I would totally like do something like write out something for the people who are doing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, I I feel like I'd be a great host. Yeah. I, I, I like I don't know if I have any machete people in my area, but that would be the type of thing that I would want to warn people about. You'd be like, be careful in this section of Venice Beach. There are heroin needles. <laughs> yeah, I was saying earlier, if you step on a beach in Venice, you may get a syringe in the the heel of your foot. But it's great. You guys should come visit California. It's amazing. Um, okay, so we know that uh, Jaime is. Uh, Alana's roommate and then Bevers who Abby mistakenly forgets that that's not even her roommate so they're out of town they both decide to make money forcing them without a place to stay we get a phone call to Lincoln where he is they're kind of setting up for the next episode Mm. that he is with a woman so they cannot stay with him Stephanie Uh, isn't it I mean I was this next episode I'm crushed so we're gonna get into this but um, they decide why not just camp? They'll, they'll go to the rooftop. Alana has an amazing rooftop. They have, they, <laughs> Abby loves to camp. So they're going to go to the top of the roof and just set up a tent. Yeah. It worked until a huge breeze comes along and <laughs> tears apart everything that they, they had. But I thought it was interesting. So we talked about how much we've learned about these girls in each episode. Mm-hmm. When they were in the tent, they, we kind of got a little bit about their childhood and kind of what their first experiences were sleepovers were like. With Abby, you know, they, they watched, um, is it Cape Fear? Was that the movie that she said? When was Fear? Uh, it's Abby and Alana talking, and they said that it's kind of like how she learned about sexuality because it's two, it's a, uh, oh God, I'm messing this up. I think it's Reese Witherspoon and Mark Wahlberg in this oh, movie. Fear. 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 fear okay, fear, yeah, so yeah. I don't know what Cape Fear is. My own movie, I'm <laughs> writing it. Um, and they're talking about how they kind of like learned about their sexuality. And Alana's story is that her a dad, the person that she was sleeping over, came in in underwear and just ate spaghetti until he finished, or Thank lasagna you. until he finished, and that horrified Abby. <laughs> I thought it was just a fun thing. I mean, it's these it, things that we're learning about these girls. Yeah, and have you ever seen that movie, Fair? No. Crazy. Really? Crazy. Worth watching. Yeah. Okay. Like, crazy. Well, I heard about the scene about somebody fingering somebody on a roller coaster, so. Uh, yep, Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Crazy so, movie. So, well, then that's understandable. Yeah. I thought it was a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so it's just these little like, nuggets that I'm sure that we're going to get a call back. And we're still learning about childhood, which is something that, um, you know, Mary Lou, Jeff, and Brandon and I had talked about. Like, we love learning more about these girls, especially, like, the past, because it's kind of what made them friends. So mm-hmm. I thought it was fun to get that. Um, ultimately, they decide on the choice of just staying up, and they can wait it out. Their, their uh, tenants are out at 11 a.m., so they're just going to live up the night find a place to go and it may be the bad diner just because it's so local to everything so have you had an adventure that goes really long at, oh you gave me the eye like yes um, what am first i talking of all, about the, it start it always starts with those peanuts in new york oh yeah because there was the that everything from like when they ride the subway when alana uh, rode the subway with that little rich white boy mm-hmm. that she was babysitting like everything is so real about new york so this one with the peanuts like they are the best smelling things you have ever smell in your entire life right but they're so mediocre Uh uh-huh they're never as good as it doesn't even smell like a peanut it smells like crystal i mean i don't know what crystal meth smells like whatever something really (laughs) addicting and you just want it and then you eat it and you're like what the fuck was that yeah so my crazy story though would be there was one time you were eating nuts i was eating nuts actually it was a halloween it wasn't gay pride and i had to walk from well i had met this guy and so we were talking and you know you just aimlessly start walking we're walking and talking and we walked from like 20 something street to 59 columbus circle right where central park started Mm -hmm. and i was like wow this guy's like amazing like he's actually like almost like the perfect guy in the world (laughs) yeah and then come to find out he was like oh hold on one second i gotta go do something he hopped in somebody's car came back like six seven minutes later he was a prostitute i had walked all these <laughs> damn streets with a prostitute he was fine as hell yeah. well how much were you charged for that walk i wasn't charged nothing i got i was like oh i'm sorry i didn't know and i was like i'm not judging you or anything yeah. but like i have to go Wow. Well, you said this was Halloween? Yeah, this was Halloween, like, years ago. Was he dressed as a prostitute? No, he was just like, I mean, I don't know what they dress like, but he was just... <laughs> I'm just, I don't think they're really... In either. all white, like an angel. Right, he was very <laughs> angelic. Well, okay, so you've had these kind of nights, and it's like you said, the exact quote, because I wrote it down and made me laugh, were, these taste pretty good, but they smell amazing. And I, that's in my experience, because I visited New York, and okay. I'm like, oh, these smell great. And then you get them, and you're like, not the best. No! I'm like, no. And they're like a weird crunch texture that's like... Is it supposed to be like that? <laughs> yeah, what am I getting? Is this an actual peanut? It's a hint of 
tobacco or something right. like something like, like somebody emptied a cigarette <laughs> thing on there okay so that's where it started they overhear i mean this kind of solves their problem they overhear a man on the phone trying to win what we assume an ex back saying we have a table at a bar at a club come in bottle service everything everything's taken care of so alana and abby are both like ding 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 this is what we're doing and i've done this before too really it wasn't in new york it was in vegas but my homegirl she we overheard a name of a club promoter she went up to this club and she said we're here with lucius (laughs) they gave us comped lick like as many tickets as we needed we went right on up into the club we didn't know who we were partying with we made a whole bunch of friends that night it was a great night i am so boring i have I've been kicked out of clubs for trying that. <laughs> it just hasn't worked out for me. So that's, I guess, where we're different, Jesse. I'm going to take you out one night. Please. Yeah, let's try. I would like an experience We're going like to record that. it. Yeah. Oh, but I'll be kicked out and I'll be filming no. you on the other side, like still dancing with like a bottle. Um, yeah. So, okay. Well, we'll make it happen. We'll try. Um, okay. So they get into the club with an outfit change. Now, what did you, I don't know if you're, I like seeing what they wear on this show because I, I think it's too. part of the characters, but what did you think of the outfits that they had on? Um, I was dying at Abby, the mm-hmm. fact that her stomach was so pale. Yeah, she, yeah, very pale. And then I was dying at Alana with her turban. <laughs> right? Like, it's, but it works for them. Like, no, yeah. They carry it. I feel like Alana really carries it. Abby, oh. sometimes it's, it's very, Abby's very, like, Lena Dunham with girls. Like, right. it works, and it's like, you see girls dressed like that all uh-huh. the time, but for me, sometimes I'm not film what abby be putting on all the time um, <laughs> yeah alana though as crazy as it can get mm-hmm. it fits her character and she makes it work and Absolutely. it's like her own stuff she's very bohemian and i mean mary lou has brought it up so many times that she, you she wears something and you're like was that on purpose and you're yeah. like yeah it is like yes always. she would wear that <laughs> so it's and with abby i agree i'm not always crazy about what she wears but it's what Abby would wear. Yeah. It's what she thinks, like, oh, I should wear this to a bar or right. a club. So in that aspect, I like when they first walked in, I was like, what am I looking at? But then I'm like, it works for the two mm-hmm. characters. So I yes, thought that was a bitch. fun thing. <laughs> yeah. club, we all firm. <laughs> what? club? Are you racist? <laughs> it's, I like that that's a recurring theme, too, is that Abby's just, she's so wanting to impress alana that she's just like i don't i don't know what you're saying but she just goes along with it every time like oh yeah no no i'm not racist like yeah no i know what you're saying but i love how alana acts like she's so down and everything (laughs) she says is so ignorant and like offensive oh yeah completely but everyone accepts her personality totally because that is her like she's very unapologetic for how she acts so everything from the bouncer stamping their hand to the the whip of the hair they end up (laughs) oh that girl was hilarious (laughs) yeah it's, it's a they that's another thing too about the show they get the best, not even featured extras, but just like the best side characters mm-hmm. where you pay attention to them and they're memorable. Like that hair flip, if it was just like a girl opening the, you know, undoing the velvet rope, we wouldn't care. Even the guy dancing who was like this, yep. like he had a moment. It's just these, they, the show pays attention to so many details and I think that's what makes it. And you can go back and watch it over and over and you'll always see something new. Yep, absolutely. Like it's it's one of those shows. So um, so they end up <laughs> with girls with in in the now what would you call it since you've been on the inside is it at the table yeah <laughs> okay i've not been behind there. the rope they're behind the, the rope happy and they're just dancing they see girls who are kind of like giving them the eye all alana has to do is hey but that's the realest thing when it comes to bitches like you just have to act like you're unbothered because the thing is, is girls, when they go out, even guys do this, but like you go out and you're in your own zone and in your own uh-huh. head and everyone else is like, why are they touching me? Why are they this? Yeah. Because we are conditioned in this world to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Alana made perfect sense. If you just walk up to somebody like, hey girl, like what's up? <laughs> they don't know what to do. And they're yeah. like, oh, hey. Yeah. They break that, you break that wall. Yep. And so, and then it's like, when they're, even when they're dancing, they're like, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. I mean, when you're out and you're just like, once you've had a few drinks, you're just like, hey, like everything you think is just like, you can't form a real sentence. So you're just saying these words. It's like when you first go out and no one's dancing because they're like, oh, I'm just not cool to dance. And then right. whenever everyone's drunk or mm-hmm. you see one person go out and embarrass himself it's like oh well he's doing that so i'm gonna... right yeah. yeah exactly so <laughs> during this whole experience we've seen abby on the phone with her tenant Henri, who mm-hmm. is sending texts that could be interpreted as sex which is her asking for her birthday and just, just <laughs> really innocent things that abby misconstrues in her head that she thinks are sexed so while this is happening alana bumps into six five blake griffin mm-hmm. who looked 
I I know of him, but he looked great in this show. Like they, I thought they did a really good job with his cameo. Yeah, I thought Not honestly, cameo, I wrote but... I love Blake Griffin. I never, I mean, I knew of him. Yeah. I thought he was an attractive man from afar, but like not like one I would ever click his Instagram profile and like, be <laughs> scrolling through it. But with this, I was like, now you follow him. No, <laughs> follow him, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and <laughs> I'm looking for your number, Blake. <laughs> yeah. So, Alana bumps into him. Abby, meanwhile, decides, hey, I'm going to go home to her suitor, Henri, and they decide to part ways. So I think what we should do here is just kind of follow one of the two girls. So which one should we go with first? We could do Abby going to the apartment or Alana going home with Blake. Just the Blake because he's in my head right we'll now. We'll go into Blake then. Okay, so <laughs> the reason why she wants to do him is because I wrote down the quote. It was another stamp in her sexual passport because he's over 6'5". Six six five. Five. Good goal. It is. Life goal. Like, I made that. That's my new one. Yeah. I'm, I would say like a 6'8". <laughs> Thank you for that. 6'8", um, that would be too much. Mm, I feel like, you know, if you're going to go there, go there. Mama wants to climb that yeah, beanstalk. I wanna, <laughs> okay. Mama want to climb that beanstalk. <laughs> okay. So with Blake Griffin, they are sitting down and after a little bit of talk, Alana says that she will not be able to receive him. He doesn't know what that means. He thinks that she's kind of laughing, making fun of her, him. So they decide to kind of go into a really fun, um, what's that, montage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say collage, which I know is not right. No, nope, montage. Montage. They go into a fun montage of things that could be viewed as very innocent, but somehow it's Got getting them. them it, yeah, it's sexual. <laughs> <I'm> almost there. <laughs> yeah. Climbing on the floor. We saw them sipping tea. We saw, my favorite one was Blake swaddled Alana and is yeah. rocking her like a baby. <laughs> I like the one where they're both sitting there with their legs crossed naked. Yeah, just sipping, just sipping like a saucer and some tea. And they're just, I mean, they are I don't know if they were taking a break or if that was part of the process. So, I felt like I was part of it. Yeah, so, I mean, after all of it, we, we know that they had an amazing night together. And it's exactly what Alana wanted. She was even brave enough to tell Lincoln about her conquest with Blake Griffin. And to jump ahead, Lincoln and her both have a shoe. Um... But this, that's getting ahead. So wait, but the other thing about Blake and her is then they switched. They were wearing each other's shoes in the bed. Yes. While talking, okay, this is another thing the show does. They commented on like female. Just it, it's another. I mean, they do it so smart. They bring it up without us knowing that this is the commentary. So it's where he says, "I get all of my moves from the WNBA. Like yeah. I wish that I could play as good as them." And it's just like. I don't know if this is true, but from what I've heard, a lot of people yep. kind of think that WNBA is like a joke and not as relevant as normal basketball. Well, that's what like uh, I feel like mainstream pushes it as. Right. But when I speak to a lot of people, a lot of people are tell me that no, the WNBA is where it's at. It's like hardcore. Yeah, and like they they're they they're they're way to they're allowed to get away with more in the w uh nba right as far as like moves and stuff like that so that's where i thought that was an awesome comment for him to make that this really made me like like him i agree because i've heard that of him before i've heard him like kind of like douchey comments Mm -hmm. made about him so to see him in this light it was like wow he can make fun of himself put himself in uncomfortable situations and you know i don't know what his ethnicity is but to see like a man being comfortable enough to like sit with his legs crossed and just certain Mm -hmm. things Things that someone could take and put in, you know, uh, under the category gay or like whatever. Um, I love that he said that. And then I love that he gave credit to the WNBA uh, uh, as well. And it's the way that they don't do it so pointed. It's yeah. very, it's camouflaged in with like a, like with a compliment, which mm-hmm. I think Broad City always does a great job with. And it's like what you said. He, not every athlete would show up and be game to get basically naked with like a, a sensor bar. And he just went for it, which I think... And have a joke like, oh, your dick might be small or it uh-huh. may be big. Yeah. Or like, yeah. like I, I'm sure like that was a conversation and he was probably like, I'm game. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I, I really did appreciate him for doing that. So that's kind of what happened with Alana's night. Yeah. Let's cut back to Abby I now. Poor. I know. Now... They say that you're not a New Yorker until you've been robbed. Have Which you, is very true. Ha, how many sure, times have yeah. you been a New Yorker? Uh, I, once. Once. Okay. Yeah. Your place or was it on, like re, you? Yeah. I very have a story where I think I was almost mugged and I ran. I ran so fast. I was with two friends. Wait, how do you think you were almost mugged? There was trouble coming. <laughs> what does that we mean? We were down by the Brooklyn Bridge just like at night. That's where I got, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then it definitely happened. So I'm just going to change that story. So we, I almost got killed and mugged. And I was with my friend Natalie and Bree. And we were walking. We just turned a corner on the wrong spot. And we saw like a group of three who noticed us and started clear 
coming at us. Oh, no. And I, tur- I said, like, turn, walk away. We were there was like a big group of people doing exercises. This was like 11 at night. I don't know what was happening in oh. New York that night, but we just went in there and we were just like, okay, like I think we almost got killed. Were you on the Brooklyn side or Manhattan? Manhattan side. Mm. So, I mean, where you would think we're safe. Yeah. So anyway. I went to school right there. Oh, Pace university. Okay. Well, I almost got killed where you were in school. I'm sorry that happened. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and then, so you were, that's what happened to you. Or, no, mine was actually really traumatic, and I ended up leaving New York because of it. But uh-huh. I was uh, on a train station down below, and a group of it, was, it must have been a gang or something. It was a group of kids, and they came and beat, knocked me unconscious, and oh my threw gosh. my body on the train tracks. I woke up before the train came. It was around eleven too, and my mom had sent an email at the same time that I had got. They stole everything from me except this. I had a bag of weed on me, and they they stole everything except my bag of weed. And I'm oh like, my, what kind of robbers are you? Yeah. Like, that's what you should be taking. Wow, that is. And I had to walk from Brooklyn, and the cops wouldn't help me. Uh-huh. Nobody would help me, and I was just bleeding. And I had to walk from uh, Brooklyn to thir- I lived on Thirty Sixth and Ninth at that time. So it was like a, a mugging. Oh, it was like a really. Yeah. Bad situation. Oh, I'm like, so sorry that post traumatic stress. It was like a crazy situation. I'm sorry that happened to you. Well, but I'm over it. You know, I mean, I'm here. We're living. You I love New York. I'm not crazy about Brooklyn. But yeah. Fine. Okay. Well, I'm really sorry that happened to you. Luckily, Abby's wasn't as traumatic. So she comes back to an empty apartment where first she's so naive and thinking that Henri's in there. Am I, am I missing something? Or you're... No, I mean, I want to say it wasn't as traumatic, but low-key, I feel like no one cares that her apartment... She ain't gonna... Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. Because the cops were like... There was a man, a black man, sitting on a bench... Reading a book. <laughs> reading unarmed. a book that was probably concealing a weapon. What? <laughs> yeah. Another... Jo- I mean, that's just... It's another thing that they point out where it's just... Broad City does a great way of addressing those kind of issues. So mm-hmm. good job on that. Um, but yeah, nobody cares. Nobody... I mean... Bevers was in an ice bath in Atlantic City. I don't know why. So we don't know why he was in Atlantic City. I don't think okay. so. Because I was trying to, I tried to like rewind a little bit to see. Yeah. I don't think we find out. We just know that he's gone and her actual roommate, her, I forget her name because we haven't even really known her. I, I, I know it's something, but tell me if, what it is if you remember. But um, so she, they're both gone. But yeah, he's in a, an ice bath and he offers to watch her sleep uh, via face. FaceTime. Yeah. So she doesn't take him up what on that. What is with our relationship? <laughs> but he locked his door. So, yeah. <laughs> so that was good. Nothing of his got taken. No, he locked his girlfriend's door. Right. Oh, yeah. I guess I should be clear on that. Yeah. <laughs> so the next phone he call. He should be clear on that. Yeah. So the next phone call we get is to my love, Trey, who. I we, do love Trey. Oh, my gosh. And, and I we, hate that Abby is like this. You don't like, do you like them together? No, I want them to be oh, together, okay. but I feel like, well, we'll talk about it later. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, so Trey, which last week we were saying, or I guess two weeks ago, we were talking about on our after show how we haven't had a progression since that kiss. Yeah. And now I'm happy that, I mean, two big episodes that kind of define kind of the Trabby, as Jeff talked last, or two weeks ago, he gave them a little nickname. Um, I'm happy that this was her phone call and I knew that it was coming. And the way that he comforts her is so him like it not who we know but i mean we're seeing like the softer sweeter side of trey where he already has a dvd player probably assuming that everything was taken he brings three solid choices of movies (laughs) but they ultimately end up going with ratatouille which is like great um and just seeing him how he reacts to her and how i think he really likes her yeah he wants to be her protector yeah storming into the apartment and like check clear clear like he he's like he wanted to be like that man in her life and it's just I like the realization where she sits in her bed and, I mean, she has that, like, aha moment of, what am I doing? Like, why am I not out there when I saw it? I mean, they're giving us a lot of gratuitous shirtless scenes with Trey, which... I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, we're, it. We're, we're appreciative of that, so thank you. This was a great app. Between Blake and Trey, I was just thoroughly satisfied. Yeah, it was, it's a really good one. <laughs> so, yeah, so they're giving us a lot of gratuitous with that one. But So, so overall, you're, you're happy with how they've kind of approached their relationship? Yeah. Okay. Especially, like, after the past couple episodes, like, you kind of felt like it was going there. And then this episode, he came and was her savior. Right. And I, I was into it, the whole situation. Then with the condom thing at the end, I was like, yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah. So we'll go right into it. So that's kind of like our tag. That's where we go. That's going to lead us into the next episode. But we we know that another great thing, Alana can tell how long ago a condom was used just by sniffing it. <laughs> Six to six and a half hours. So Disgusting. they're hot on the trail. They can make this happen fist. Like it's she has so many isms that I'm so obsessed with. And I wish I could incorporate it into my normal day, but people would be like, Jay's gone crazy. He can't I, I can't pull it off. I feel like people would accept you. Yeah? I feel like you can yeah, you I'm just gotta believe it. it. You have to live in it. 
fist. Like Alana. I'm going to start moving it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... IRL, I'm going to try it. There you go. Okay, so... I tried. Okay, so, yeah, so they get into it, and or Abby says, I do not want to pursue this. Like, whatever, just let him go. My stuff's gone. It's not going to be recuperated. Okay, we'll move into episode eight, which is Burning Bridges, which automatically from that title, Jeff predicted a fight, kind of a fight. Between who? Between Abby and Alana. Uh He was, like, that was his prediction on our first episode, and I I said it would really bum me out if that happened, and we kind of got, like, a a little glimpse into what that could be like. So I'm jumping so far ahead. We'll go into the opening again. Again, this is this reminded me of Clueless, kind of like an homage to Clueless, where Cher and Dion are walking down the hallway, and we're seeing both of them, and um, they meet, and then you know they're still on their phones talking. Um, what we know is that I'm assuming that Alana is getting a new job, and she needs some clean pee. Where Abby has a human level of pee, like or of drugs in her right. system, whereas I'm sure Alana's would be off the charts. <laughs> um, so I thought that was a fun one, and they're talking about. A swamp ass, which I've never experienced myself, but maybe, really? you, could, maybe you could talk about that. Yeah, I mean, you work out a lot, and you, it's hot out, you're going to get some swamp ass, yeah. you know? If you your AC broken, and you're driving to Vegas, or you know what I mean, to a really far away place, you're going to get swamp ass. If you just, you know what I mean, if it's hot, if you living in New York City... <laughs> And you don't have no AC, and you or you get on the wrong train, and they don't have the the cart ain't got no air on it. You gonna get swamp ass. So you don't sit when you don't sit because then that that helps swamp ass grow. Right. Uh, and you definitely don't wear all white. <laughs> yeah. Which, Although I loved that I outfit she was wearing. Wanted to say that I loved that outfit. That was so. I actually New think York. that was her best outfit I've ever seen her in because it was I almost agree. like yes, Alana, yes, yes queen. Her, Everything, her skin tone was perfect. The the sheerness of it, yeah. everything was absolutely perfect. It yeah. was it was really actually shocking for me. I was like, really? Okay, yeah. I want to see this, Alana. Yeah, and I I mean we talked a little bit about like budget earlier too, where we said maybe they're getting a little bit more budget and they're able to kind of accept this into their characters' lives that maybe they're putting a little bit more in, like effort into their looks. Yeah. So I and I thought that this season has had some really fun fashion things, but I agree that was probably her best I've ever seen her. Yeah, she looked amazing. Good. So um they op- or she spills the pee, she goes, "Hey, can I buy you a nice coffee?" So and you see the big black like print on her like that is not I- swamp. Ass. I don't know what that was. You do not get that with swamp ass. But I like though. that that's like what maybe she thinks that that's swamp ass. So that's so then we go into the credits and we come out to Abby and Trey in the shower where they're having a moment. Oral sex. <laughs> Yeah, they're dipping in and out of frame. Ultimately, Trey wants to make this something. Well, he wants to, you know, have a little conversation. He doesn't want to feel like a whore. He doesn't want to, you know, just come over and get slobbed on his knob. He wants to get to know Abby and beyond. Yeah, the janitor. Do you think? Where do you think Abby's hesitation comes from for this? Um, that's what I. That's my irritation with it because it's like. Where you think that you, she kind of has been checking him out this whole time. I think it's an insecurity within her. I think that she's looking at it like, okay, now I have it. And it's like, well, I'm not good enough. Right. To me, that's where it stems from. And it's like, I don't want it to get ruined, so let's just keep it here. Versus, mm-hmm. It's like what everyone, a lot of people go through. It. It's like they don't want to fully commit because they feel like, oh, well, once I fully commit, it's going to get ruined. Okay. I could, I, and and see, especially, Alana's her best friend, yeah. and that's her mentality, period. Right. So, and I took it as an embarrassment from Alana. Like she doesn't, I don't, I don't know if she wants to date Trey for that reason. Like I think she's embarrassed to admit it to Alana, which I think kind of came into the end. As a feminist, <laughs> you're gonna date this man. Like, <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we've seen nothing but good qualities from Trey. So it, it yeah. is hard for me to imagine why Abby is so hesitant to make the jump. And maybe it's just like she has a different work relationship that she wants to separate with it. But well, he's also like. Here's the thing. He's like almost the perfect guy, but there is a bit of like corniness that I, I would, if I was his friend, I'd be like, bro, like, come on. You're not really like that. Snap like 25% out of that. Or, yeah. Because he's like too like, what are we going to do? All right. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I mean, that's more in the beginning. We've seen stop him. Stop drinking the kombu juice. <laughs> or whatever that was. Kombucha. Kombucha yeah. juice. Yeah. He's had um, some kombucha, if, if we're using the other trainer's word. But she, or, yeah, but he has shown us really sweet moments. So I think, well, especially with Abby, he's being very sweet. So I'm kind of wondering where the hesitation comes from. So they decide tonight, dinner, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, Alana <laughs> is on the street chanting Madonna Rihanna. Alana. She's having a moment. She's in good company with her name. So much so that she runs through bubbles, gets an apple tossed to her. 
I I loved the sequence. It was again we another we saw another side of Alana's in real life her athleticism of doing a flawless cartwheel, which yeah. I can do, but <laughs> it was fun to see that and then like a hip check of a woman on a phone. Yep. It's just these fun like you if you saw this happening like on I'm I don't know where they were, like maybe like broad like Broadway or something. I don't know where it looked like they were near the park, right? Yeah, it actually looked low key like it was kind of down by uh the Brooklyn Bridge. Okay. Um, right by the courthouse. Yeah. That there's like a little park section where okay. people play chess and stuff. Yeah. That's what it gave me that area. So imagine seeing this like twenty something girl doing a cartwheel and then hip checking to a girl. New York. <laughs> okay, so it's not out of not, not at all. No. Okay. And like I mean when you're in New York, like you just you don't pay attention to that kind of stuff because it's literally like I mean I've been on the subway tr- waiting on a platform and this man was taking requests and someone said Cra- can you sing Crazy in Love this man walked up he cleared everybody out the way on 42nd Street walked up the um, stairs went around the corner and was like this is Beyonce from the BET uh, Awards 2000 whatever and you just hit you can't see him around the corner he's like and he pops out and he sashays down the stairs and he uh, shablams on the ground and he stands up and he goes one two three four and oh my god like it's just epicness everywhere so like that is like this is tame compared to what you see okay all right so i'm thinking it was crazy but i just loved the athleticism that we saw from the actor and the character alana who gets a phone call from her parents saying that we're expecting them as guests they're coming in and they're going to be celebrating their anniversary at dinner tonight i love her mother oh she's bobby bobby wexler is (laughs) such a good character and the casting for that is great the the purse episode which might be fresh in your head i don't remember too much of it but she loves like the counterfeits because they look so real Uh and they go is it canal street where they Mm -hmm. sell those i mean that whole episode was genius too so great casting i love both the mom the dad and then her brother they're all poor brother i know oh elliot yeah he we um yeah i feel (laughs) so sad for him um so now we have plans for tonight we both know that uh alana's going to an anniversary dinner and abby's going out for a date they're coming together in the afternoon to talk about just they haven't seen each other in a while so they're just going to kind of review each other's life Fun fact, the cameo, the two women that rush into the uh-huh. chair, those were their moms in real life. They look there was something about them that yeah. looked they flip them off. Yeah, and familiar Yes. I cuz I follow them both on Twitter and they had a little like um I don't know if it's gif or gif. We both we all get nervous when we have to say this. I don't know what it is, but they had them and it said our mom is in real life or something. Like a very cute tag and I thought it was so that's a great way to incorporate like kind of have a fun yeah, like cameo from their parents I love or from that. their moms. So <clears throat> They they do get a chair after some issues with Abby. This is another thing the I'm talking amputee. about. Yeah, the amputee. I mean, they use these these side characters so great, and he he did a great job with that small little part. Mm-hmm. He, it was like memorable. Like it's something I'm gonna think about. Oh, you're always in. Yeah. Did you think that was out of character for Abby to pull a chair? Like I thought that would have been more of an Alana. Like you're being a dick. Like, like no, I actually thought that was very Abby. Oh really? Because I feel like Alana would have just did it from the beginning. Like sir, <laughs> where Abby was like trying to be reasonable with yeah, him, good and point. then it was. But Abby has this like aggressive spirit to her when like obviously we've seen <laughs> all caps. When she, yeah all caps abby was out so i felt like yeah it was in that moment like wait a minute you know you're doing the wrong thing here like <laughs> yeah. there's two people who need a chair mm-hmm. and you're being a dick because most people are dicks <laughs> yeah. and they would just want the chair there so they could put one <laughs> as leg a, up as an ottoman right yeah so and then alana gets one so easily from a couple where a guy he's chosen to just stand <laughs> It's it's so funny. Like I mean, Abby's going through all this like trouble, yeah. and then Alana's like, "Oh yeah, this couple gave me one," and the guy's just standing and like smiling, like and, happy to have given it. And that's what life is like. It's like when you sit in here trying to do the right thing and all this. Yeah. And then here you go. Your your opposite Alana is just easily getting every winning in life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so so they sit down, they talk, and ultimately it comes to Alana inviting Abby to the anniversary dinner tonight, and kind of having to break her out of what are you doing like why can't you come and abby goes to her go-to lie that she is training shania twain which (laughs) i think is my new go-to lie if you guys hear that come from me or i text that to you i'm probably lying which i shouldn't say that now Um, maybe you need to train a different celebrity of that same caliber toby keith (laughs) can i just use a country star another country star i'm training i'm yeah i'm a trainer for toby keith hayden penitary oh there we go it's just random, and someone may, it would make someone like question like Shania Twain is like you ain't training Shania Twain, but Hayden Penitary is like 
why did you say Hayden Panettiere? Like, yeah. maybe you actually do do yeah. that. Yeah. She wants my glutes. Yeah. <laughs> I ran into her and she wants my butt. Okay, so... Uh, Elana's so happy for her. She's, I mean, excited. Meanwhile, Lincoln is peeking from behind the tree, and something's coming. Like, uh, it's, I can't, I don't even know if I can get through this, but <clears throat> he's waiting for a break in Alana and Abby's conversation so he can have a real sit down with Alana. So Abby excuses herself after kind of an awkward, like, yep. oh, okay, this is clearly not for me to hear. And Lincoln breaks it to Alana that he has started a monogamous relationship, or he wants a monogamous relationship. And Alana makes it very clear, that is not for me. I, I'm not doing this. Like, we've already talked about this. It's not for her. Right. Which, do you think that, it, I mean, that's not uncommon for, like, tw we're both 30. So at 20, I think they're about 25, 26, 27, like in that age range. I don't think that it's uncommon for girls and guys to say, I don't want anything monogamous right now. I don't think that that's a weird. I don't think that's weird for anybody oh, okay. to say that. I don't, I don't think there's, like, an age that you put it on. I mean, because there was a time where at 26, I was looking for that. Now I'm like, okay, you know what? Like, I done did that too much, and now I need to just chill out and mm -hmm. focus on myself. So, but with her, she's more of like a dude. Like, and yeah. like you see her hollering at the people in the park. <laughs> love that. Like with her parents there. Yeah, with them, and they were like rooting her. <laughs> Is this off. what you do? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I just look at it like with her. It's just her personality trait. She's the like, oh, she's so dumb. Mm -hmm. Like she's into like everything. Like right. she's on grinder all the time. Yeah. Like living just that a sexual being. Yeah. Okay. So and just like kind free. of living what she wants. So so and, and I, I guess, love Lincoln and I hate that this might happen. I know. Yeah. So Lincoln says that he's been dating. You said Stephanie was the girl mm -hmm. who he's been seeing, and he's ready to enter a monogamous relationship. Alana kind of thought it was going a different direction where she was going to get all the dirty details finally about their relationship and that maybe she was going to get invited in. But I thought the breakup, if we can call it that, the ending or the termination of, I guess, them together was very Alana. She didn't go crazy. She didn't laugh it off. It was very her, which it was a, a real like she doesn't know what's the next step. Like, oh, maybe we can be friends. But mm -hmm. he's like, I don't think we're friends. So I like that they were so honest in that moment. I thought... This, and this episode had great acting, too. I think they wanted to show maybe a little bit different side than comedy because they both had some very serious moments in this episode. Yeah. So I thought that the way she handled it was very Alana. Yeah, de I definitely agree. I thought it was very... Um, I, I like seeing Alana when she's confronted with situations that she can't just joke around. She has to... Like address it? Uh, address it but it's almost like what do i want to say like it, it's like she she becomes so transparent in the moment mm -hmm. and it's like so in that moment she was acting like oh yeah okay but you can totally see how affected she is but we don't yeah. get that a lot i feel no. like most of the time she's in control yeah. i felt like in this moment she was not in control lincoln is now looking at her like oh wait i don't know it's just a weird moment so i'm hoping what we're going to get is lincoln realizing how to kind of open her up yeah because we have two more episodes in this season so it's either going to happen real quick or we're going to get maybe like a cliffhanger for mm -hmm. a sitcom which is not too for this tradition this is not a traditional sitcom so it'd be very bizarre if we didn't have this settled by the end of the season mm, i feel like it's gonna on go yep okay i mean they're renewed for five seasons so we know that so this might be something a ross and rachel thing <laughs> Um, not Alana that serious. And Lincoln. Alana and is a new ro hashtag Ross and Rachel. I, I feel like Abby and Trey is that. I I okay. I agree with that. I think that that's going to be kind of the one where we're going to be more invested in what's going on with them. And then if Lincoln and uh, Alana don't work out, I see them kind of keeping him away for a minute and then bringing him back, and yeah. they're all just cool. And it's like I could see because I love his character and I love how level-headed he is mm -hmm. when it comes to just them. Period. Yeah, because yeah, they're both so off the charts, yeah. and then he's like the straight man. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So, and I thought when she turned around in the park too, like, because almost like she wanted to say something else, and she did like a weird. I think she was almost having like a wait. Do I want this? With him now that mm -hmm. that opportunity is slipping away should i express like my true feelings so that's kind of what i thought but then ultimately it's a metaphor but she's the type of person i feel like it needs to be a while before she realizes wait this is like i can yeah. see like lincoln and steph are about to go get married at the altar and alana's running like wait yeah like something dramatic and like yeah. epic like and years later seasons later mm -hmm. when we aren't even thinking about lincoln yeah them bringing some like that yeah because as as spontaneous as alana is she is 
calculated too in her mm -hmm. moves like she knows what she's doing and it's lasted her this long she's got smart so yeah, yeah so you're right maybe maybe we are going to address this later on down the line and we're just going to not see lincoln for a little bit um okay so side note but right after this they went to commercial and then i just wrote this down because oh, yeah. the time traveling mm -hmm. bong yeah yeah on 420 can't wait looks awesome i Three was a part. little irritated though because i'm watching it and i was like is this like a broad city like movie special uh -huh. which would have been awesome yeah can you imagine no i would have died i would yeah i don't know if my body could have taken yeah it. it's is it a, I, I don't know if they said they're playing all three episodes in the same night or if it's going to be a three night special mm. but something's going on where it's a three-part series with the guy who plays i can't remember his real name trey trey and alana is and i don't know if abby's a part of it i didn't see her in it or they were really just focused on these yeah. two characters but on 420 comedy central check it out yeah so there we go so yeah they're they're working on other projects which is fun and it's good that comedy central supporting of broad like the the creators of broad city yeah like, and I, I, I love this. seeing people like them working together like mm -hmm. you know what i mean like they want to use that talent and take them you know because one thing about these types of shows is you can be so typecasted from this you yeah. know she'll always be alana she'll always be abby so to see them quickly being pushed into other situations mm -hmm. i like that yeah i agree so yeah so like you said we went to commercial we're coming back now to abby choosing the right the right outfit for tonight where she wants to keep it a hookup she doesn't want it to be anything too serious that first outfit was what you just should have wore because yeah. literally he'd be like oh you have no dressing <laughs> style so i don't want to date you but that outfit's so horrible i want to rip all your clothes off right <laughs> yeah. now and just fuck you yeah that's a, yeah that's the direction it probably would have gone in so of course bevers the fashion icon comes in and decides to help her with like a little eating craft shredded cheese I, this is so yeah. my brother uh-huh like who does that me oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, your brother and I have that in common. And we'd put it back in the fridge and like we'd use it for taco. Disgusting. Yeah. And then a rotisserie chicken. A whole rotisserie chicken was. Well, see, I would do that. <laughs> yeah. These are things Actually that. Actually, did that too. Nice. Maybe, maybe you're a Bevers than an Abby or an Alana. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. So he, because of his experience at the department store that his grandma, I believe, owned, he's helping Abby choose out these. That's, I forget what the name of the store was, but he's helping them, or helping Abby. Through some really fun outfit changes, I did, we didn't get as much of a montage that I thought we were gonna get. But ultimately, she ultimately she lands on the classic blue dress, which has made its appearance every um, season <laughs> and and on key episodes too. Like it's it's almost like a character; it's featured. But I mean, honestly, like really think about it. I don't know, but but about you, but for me, like not really with dates, but like if I have like a carpet or oh, if I have to do something, it's like. I try on all these other outfits. Yep. I go out and buy stuff, and then you end up wearing the same pants well, that you know you've been... You, yeah, you know you look good in it. You gotta own that. Yeah, yeah of course. So I mean, But I did like her in the black outfit. With her slut legs <laughs> out? With her slut legs out. I was like, you're showing the same amount of legs yeah. in the blue dress. Yeah. It's just black, and it's finally something different. It right? did look good, and I was talking earlier in the season about how I like her hair change. I think that yeah. it's kind of matured Abby, and I think she looks... I Honestly, like, they've... I hate talking about like just women in TV and how they look, but I think that they look so great. Like yep. they're just these, I, I love watching them grow up on TV. So it's been fun. Um, so yeah, she ends up settling on that blue dress and Alana. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm straight, but I'd suck them dry. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Trey has that effect on everybody. I get that. I'm there. Yeah, I like, mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? So he's great. So, um, and, and I like that Bevers is the first one that Abby tells kind of her secret that this is who it is it's i don't know it showed showed they me, have like, the weirdest friendship they do and but it showed that she has like a trust in him mm -hmm. and she wants i don't know it's just it was a nice moment that and especially following he was the first person she called can you just come back yeah when she got robbed yeah can you just come back and just be here yeah so she wants <laughs> to want him more than she wants to admit I yeah think. yeah so okay so yeah good i'm happy that we got that so um now alana we we talked about this a little bit she's like scamming on people in the park and just being like yeah like just Com compliments that could be yeah, I want to lick on them titties. <laughs> yeah, those milk bags. And then she hits on her brother, who is getting major news, but we're not going to get to that yet because we don't know what it is. He gets cut off because they're leaving. They're going to the restaurant. So, anything else? I mean, am I missing anything? I mean, we're at the dinner now, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're we're at dinner where Trey has arrived thirty minutes before. <laughs> so he's, Trey, he is so extreme. Yeah, I imagine. He was probably, as soon as he made the plans for that night, he probably went home and got dressed, yep. sat on the couch, and just was like, okay, like, only six hours left. Six and a half hours left. 
Yeah. Well, he Earth. definitely did. Wait, he had a time note. He did his burpees, and then you know he had his uh, nutritional snack in between. Right. Yeah. So he he knew. Yeah. He. I think he was well prepared for this. So he's already sitting. He he's got a great table. Which I mean, that table was nice. <laughs> and Abby comes in and um, just gets treated like a a lady. Yeah. Like the chair was pulled out for her. He tucks it in. And, they kind of have like a sweet conversation. I think he tells her that he's been accepted on American Ninja Warrior, which plays a fact into the next like kind of little segment. But they're just having like a nice conversation until she realizes um, Alana. Uh, I mean, yeah, Alana. Alana and her family. Yeah, Alana and her family are at the table across the way a little bit. So with their lays. With their lays, yeah. <laughs> We've seen this scenario in so many shows where a person is like jumping from table this is to table. Doubtfire is what instantly oh, yes. went to. Absolutely, and I mean, I think every sitcom has this trope of like, okay, we're gonna put this person in a high pressure situation. Yep. This one I was actually nervous about. Like, I I know Abby wasn't ready to tell Alana about Trey, and I'm like, I know it's gonna happen, but I I was nervous for the situation. Like, I felt that. I felt more. I was very ner- I was nervous too, but I felt like Trey was gonna react more so than Alana. Okay. Well, I mean, I figured Alana was going to have a reaction, but I was surprised how, like, chill Trey was kind of initially. Yeah. And it was more of, like, you are doing me wrong. You're breaking up with me. Alana really took it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I could see how you could say that because he, um, like, almost like a dirty little secret kind of person. Yeah. And, and to me, I feel like, okay, like, when she said, oh, he's a joke, that's what bothered him. But to me... I, I, his character, I feel, would be offended, like, you know, why wouldn't you just tell me that they were, we could have all eaten mm-hmm. over there, you know, you're telling me you have, you know, you lied to me about, she's always sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a doctor, I gotta take this, she's always sick. Like, that's a concern he would really have. Yeah, and like, but I'm surprised, again, when she came back, he wasn't like, a list of things, uh-huh. like, you know, I'm worried about your blood pressure, <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like we should change your diet, you know what, <laughs> Yeah, I ordered the salmon instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I think we're seeing a different side of him where that's not his number one priority because he got her a corsage because like the I mean, that was just a sweet little like high school. Yeah. But he's like, it's a joke, but serious. Like, so it's it's like a cute side of him. And then one of my favorites was when he's showing the picture of the twin sisters and he says they pretend to be the same person. It's genius that they're teachers at a middle school. And this is like this is a real thing that they're (laughs) pretending to be the same person. It's I thought that was such like a slapstick line like that mm-hmm. they threw in and she's not i mean she's just like not even listening yeah. anymore and it's just like it was one of those throwaways but i thought it was one of the best parts um meanwhile alana is making eyes at this guy across the table and like you know motioning five minutes downstairs they're gonna have just anonymous random I sex can't. yeah <laughs> this hasn't happened to you i guess no <laughs> okay <laughs> well in my experience on the five times that it has i know oh. <laughs> just kidding um that but gr- we saw that grinder go up. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, we yeah. <laughs> we saw that she doesn't really want this relationship, or not really. She doesn't want this hookup anymore. That it's not that's not her priority. Like I think she kind of got cold feet, realizing like it's not as fun as I thought it was going to be. And I love when she went back. The mom was like, "What were you doing?" <laughs> like she just knew. Uh-huh. Yeah, because the zipper's down too, <laughs> and it's just like obviously like what? Where was Alana? Like we know that it wasn't a huge dump like she said it was, but she had a real moment of just like a sweet like it's kind of good that you guys have two kids and you've been married. I think it was thirty five years and you know, you must be proud of yourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we're seeing like, I mean, this was just a very different breakaway kind of from Alana, like yeah. who we know her as. Um, am I missing anything so far? I think the corsage and, oh, the remembering of the first kiss. So she's like, the, Abby kind of has a slip up and says, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> and Trey goes, I can't believe you remember that four weeks ago. This is our first kiss, which another thing where he's just so sweet that he would remember that. Or is it creepy? See, okay. I want to ask you creep- that. Yeah. Like, what do you think it is? My personal life, I think it would be creepy. Yeah, okay, because, like, I, like, I don't know, like, people who are like, it's our first month anniversary, it's right. our second month anniversary, yeah. it's our third month, like. It's like, let's calm down until like we're, we're out living. <laughs> we're living life, so the months are going to come. Yeah. And, you know, when we hit a milestone, then yeah. we can, you know, like, a month. Yeah. Four weeks since our kiss. Yeah. Like, four weeks. I just like that it was a big deal to him. Yeah. Like, I, I but I agree. For my, in oh. my real life, I'm not in a sitcom, so I don't think that's really that romantic. I'd be like, oh. Hey, like red flag. Um, yeah, so there's um, there's them talking. Ultimately, Abby's back at the table with the Wexlers, and 
Drinking their lychee martini. I've never had one. Oh my gosh, they're amazing. It looked good. They're amazing. You need like two of them and you're great. Really? Yeah. What is a lychee? Is that a thing like a... It's a fruit. Ah. And it's literally that white ball, which I'm like... looks like a scallop. It does look like a scallop, but it's really sweet. It's really good. And um, I can't explain what the flavor would actually taste like. Mm -hmm. Actually, it kind of gives me a little bit of like the white airhead. Oh, okay. A little bit of the white airheadish, oh. that sweetness. I'm um, interested. It's a very sweet drink, but yeah, like two of them make you real nice. And But that, <laughs> that le- lychee thing, I could totally see somebody choking on Is it hard? Like no. Okay. Uh, it's like um like, spe- or like enough to clog a throat, though. Yeah. Okay. Like grapey-ish. Yeah. Okay. I'll, uh, next time I'm out, Definitely I'm going to recommend one. you guys to get that. Lychee martini. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mrs. Bobby... Bobby Wexler chokes on a lychee and Abby's there and nobody seems to know what to do. So across the restaurant, Trey, like... See this again, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. It was just giving me... Wasn't right. that? That was Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. She's choking, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You're absolutely right. Um, So Trey, this is where the American Ninja Warrior training <laughs> comes in handy where the person with the walker is in and he has to dodge back and forth <laughs> a, a somersault flip in, across the plants. And it's just like, mm. it's a serious moment, but for them to take that beat and have like a comedy, I thought, or a little like comedy pause was fun too. Um, ultimately, we get the lychee out. Elliot looks horrified that this happened. <laughs> I love that they cut to him like, what? Like he doesn't know what's going on. Um, and But I do love that he recognized him as Kirk Steele. Yeah. <laughs> Steel. <laughs> yeah so it's just it's these little like uh recalls to or callbacks to um like we know he was watching the porn when uh alana called him a few episodes ago <laughs> yeah <laughs> opinions with, with the ball yeah with the ball <laughs> yeah oh yeah uh, yeah so um he knows him as kirk Steele, and everything kind of comes to a head at that point where the truth comes out so now alana knows about trey Trey kind of sees something's going on, but he doesn't react. Like, he's just like, oh, the family's here. And I, I don't know if he misinterpreted or what was going on, but he kind of stayed back. I think he's so naive to even think, like... He probably, like, looks at it like, oh, what a coincidence. Right. They're here. Mm-hmm. Of course, Abby wouldn't I mean, lie to me and yeah. tell me she was picking up a phone call when really she's, you know, over here drinking lychee martini. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um... We And we saw how touched Alana was that Abby was even there in the first place, like thinking that she told a lie so that she could surprise her. So I think that maybe that's why she took it harder mm-hmm. to harder, like saying, oh, you weren't even here for me. It was really just a coincidence. Um, so Alana, you know, kind of has a breakdown. And like we know that she even told Abby that she's having a really hard time and what happened with, you know, or, Lincoln. yeah, with Lincoln. So she goes outside. Abby comes out and says, like, I wanted to tell you I really did, but don't think about it. It was a joke. Of course, it wouldn't be a show unless Trey heard that. So it's a little bit of conflict, and he thinks that they were—he said that they were having fun, and I think he thought it was like a, going well that night. Like even though she had so many excuses of going away from the table, you saw him like yes, like a little like smile, like I'm getting to her kind of thing. And um, yeah, I know it's it's such a bummer. What did you think of? I wouldn't have expected it any other, other way, but what would you think, or what did you think about Abby staying with Alana when Trey kind of said? you know, I'm not a joke, and he walked off. Did you think that Abby was going to go for Trey? Um, no, I didn't actually at all. Um, because I think my predictionist kind of moment for this would be that Alana and Abby are going to kind of experience this single life right now, even though they've been living in that single-minded life Mm -hmm. but i feel like the two of them now are going to kind of sit and ponder on it and it's going to be one of those things i feel like either alana or abby are going to have the one of those moments where they have to go run out go get him go chase after the guy and whether it's alana telling abby no you have to go get trey or you know the opposite way around i feel like that's what we're going to get from this moment and that's why i feel like at the end of the day she's always going to pick her best friend right and i love and i that's why we love them you Mm -hmm. know so there's they're strong their bond is so strong yeah. that i didn't think like you don't know if they're like lesbians <laughs> yeah. or like maybe they'll end up together in yeah. the end or... well even about the threesome like yeah uh, i thought it was just gonna be us two and then something was gonna happen from there like going back to the episode seven but yeah i didn't doubt for a second that it was just gonna be um you know i didn't think abby would ever choose trey over alana like obviously alana's in a very hurtful spot or you know very vulnerable spot mm-hmm. so um the, I don't know, I think that with that moment, it just showed, like, how strong their friendship is. And, I mean, Alana was kind of hurt, I think, a little bit, but not 
she was just like, I want the dick deets, but right now I just got to get these feelings out. And I thought another, it was like a solid acting job. These, they're comedians and they're doing, and comedians always have some of the like meteor, I don't know, like acting, um, yeah. like serious things. I think that they do great. As a comedian, you know, I feel, I've, I always feel, I mean, I've studied some of the greats and they all, everyone always says, the funniest people are the most depressed people. Mm -hmm. And it's because they go through so many different emotions. You have to go to that dark place to really explore the funny. Right. And especially to relate. So, and especially with an improv, you know, growing, you know, having this improv background, I love that they can, that we can get a 30 minute show that can balance out that type of, uh, comedy with that type of, you know, um, message with that type of you know deepness to it even the hillary clinton stuff like it's just like they can bring in such a yeah. political ep topic but still make it fun light and but still get a message across right yeah i, I love it uh, absolutely and the show just does a great job at you know keeping that tone so that's that's great um and then so now we know that we i mean that's all out in the open that lincoln broke up with alana that abby was dating trey so they i kind of know like their secrets and that kind of leads us to the bathtub where they're taught they're kind of spilling all their secrets and um i mean any standout secrets that you heard on this one about i mean abby or alana wanted to break free and get rid of her bra so she left one in oliver's room and <laughs> it was just i mean they're never gonna be able to explain that there was just like um it's just that they're in the bath together <laughs> I'm assuming nude. I, I didn't see anything. I mean, no, yeah, they were naked. Sure. So, okay. And the tub was so gross. Very <laughs> New York, thing? though. Is Very New York. I just wanted to, like, scrub it clean. I, I no, was getting anxiety It's like one of those it. tubs that's just like, you. When, before you move in, you have to be an adult and say, um, I'm not writing anything on this lease until you fix that tub. Yeah. And Alana and Abby, I don't see them as don't that. Care. I feel, yeah. Like, that's, like, the least of their problems. <laughs> They're like, hey, we have a tub. Right. <laughs> like, that's their mentality. But it's, the brother, uh, yeah. Alana's... Oh, yeah. Alana's brother, mm -hmm. poor kid, always getting shut down. He tells him that he got a promotion and he's moving to London. The mom's like, no, you're not. He's like, <laughs> he's okay. Like, okay. Yeah. And, but we did know that he got a fun uh, commercial for uh, audition for his dog for Purina. I think in episode <laughs> seven, that's why they can go to his house on in episode seven. So a lot's going on for Elliot Wexler. But yes, yeah, I... anything else uh, we missed or we want to talk about? I mean, that was pretty much... It. cool yeah Good um episodes. yeah i mean solid i this this season has been great and i've brought it up i think every episode that if you were to hop in on this season you would know who these characters are and brandon one of the other hosts was saying they've streamlined this this season a lot more where i think if you were to watch burning bridges you'd be like i don't know who these people are so they are getting a little bit more linear with their storytelling mm. and it's it's really building on these characters and we're learning more so i'm excited to see that we're seeing development in these characters we're seeing um kind of bigger stakes too for some of the situations yeah i love the show because it's just jeff got me on it and so the, ever since then i've just been on it i've been i've been obsessed and binge watching it, and i watch them over and over again because mm -hmm. it's just a fun comfortable show yeah. relatable you feel like you could just hop in the screen with them and yep. play with them uh but when i get people turned on to the show any episode yeah any episode they they walk away from it being like that was some funny ish yeah. like they connected to the characters. So I, I think the writing on this and the acting is just incredible. This yeah. show is honestly one of the best shows on air for sure. So before we do predictions, I have one question. Because as a person who's lived in New York, we I, we were saying how this show shows different parts of New York that we haven't really seen before. Like we've seen Central Park in so many shows. We've seen just like streets, but I think that they show kind of a grittier version of New York. Would yeah. you would you agree with that? One hundred percent. I think that, like I said before, about like on her on the train with the with the kid, like that is so New York. You you know when people say oh New York, you hear like oh it's gonna be so fun. We're gonna ride the subway. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna go to Central Park. We're gonna go to Times Square. And then you hear like a couple negative things, like oh you know like don't go past this or mm -hmm. don't go. So you know what you're circle is right but the thing is is new york is like so yeah it's not, times square is cool but you take you know three blocks over yeah. and you're gonna be in a section where it's like the red light district and it's yeah. all porn shops and <laughs> yeah you never know what you're gonna find there, right you know or you might bump into a nice person and they end up being a prostitute or an escort you know what i mean like so dressed as an angel you would yeah, never guess as it. an angel you wouldn't know but i guess when you're i mean your costume probably said looking for escort or something yes. so yeah so i was actually a native american that year <laughs> oh i like that mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do that, but I haven't done it yet. Maybe this year. There you go. All right. So let's get into predictions then. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. 
prediction. It's kind of sad because it's the season finale. I, yeah, we have two, and I'm not sure if they're playing them back to back next week or if we're gonna get one and then one again. Well, I think it. No, they said two hour. It is a two hour. Or yeah. an hour. Oh, they said two part season. Two part. So I think we're getting a full hour this week. So how do you think they're gonna wrap up the season? I don't know because I'm confused by the Jew plane. The what? The Jew plane. Is that what the episode's called? Well, no. What am I missing? When they were they get on the plane and the guy's like, "We're Jewish." Oh, is that the preview? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even watch it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I'm in the dark. I no, have no the idea. The preview to me, I didn't understand what <laughs> was happening, yeah. and like I just know it has to do with Jews and a plane. It sounds like a solid episode of yeah. Broad City, then. And I, and I was kind of like, well, they didn't explain a lot, and this is the two part season finale, so yeah. All right. Well. My thing is, I think we're going to get some answers with Trey and Abby. What about Lincoln? Lincoln, I don't think we're going to see... It's like, I, you kind of swayed me. I don't think we're going to see him so far. So, we'll see, though. I'm looking forward to it. It's one of my favorites. I kind of feel like Alana's going to end up with a white guy. Oh. Or an Asian. She wants that pink dick. All right, so go ahead, Jesse, and tell us where to, where to find you. <laughs> Everywhere, DJ Jesse J. And guys, I'm Jay Ellis. You can find me on Instagram at don't underscore be underscore jealous and on Twitter at still underscore jealous. Thank you so much for watching. Looking forward to seeing you in either next week or two weeks. We'll find out. We'll let you know. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 